From St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas, a joyful Christian community, this is Soulful Sundays. A weekly podcast of our 5 o'clock service. I'm Patrick Miller, Director of St. Mark's. Welcome. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus went on with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi. And on the way, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that I am? And they answered him, John the Baptist, and others, Elijah, and still others, one of the prophets. He asked them, But who do you say that I am? Peter answered him, You are the Messiah. And he sternly ordered them not to tell anyone about him. Then he began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly, and Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. He called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed." when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. I speak in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. I always feel a little uh, rebuked myself when I read this passage out of the Gospel of Mark. There's a lot of strong language that gets tossed around by Jesus. Uh, Words like Satan and words like sinful and adulterous, shame. Where are we? We're here. Uh, Things about forfeiting your life. Things about being wrong. Things about hushing the, the people who think they know who you are, right? He rebukes Peter. He says, don't tell anybody. And then he yells at him, get behind me, Satan. Like I say that when people bring um, like the fourth homemade pie into a dinner party. <laughs> uh, but I don't know that I've ever said it to a person with an intent for a spiritual rebuke. So I read this and I get a little antsy. Jesus is getting riled up and, uh, and as a preacher you're not really sure what to do when Jesus gets riled up because we like to think of Jesus as meek and mild. And um, 
And he's just not in this passage. And so I spent a lot of time thinking, you know, we need to talk about sin. And we need to talk about Satan and the adulterous generation. And then I realized that's not what this passage is about at all. It's about identity. And it's about seeking more fully after Christ's identity. He rebukes Peter because he's so quick to answer with not much thought. And then when he says, actually, this is who I am, it says when he begins to teach the disciples about how the Son of Man must undergo great suffering at the hands of all these people, and then he must die and be raised again on the third day, Peter pulls him aside and he's like, that's not going to happen. You can't do that. Right? He's quick to answer, you are the Messiah. And then when Jesus says, actually, this is who I am, he says, oh, no, that's not who you are. And then we hear that world-famous line, get behind me, Satan. You are focusing your mind not on divine things, but on human things. So I've been thinking a lot about the identity of Jesus. There are millions of pages published in libraries and in homes and in churches and in theological institutions about conjecturing on the identity of Christ. Who is Jesus Christ? Who do people say that Jesus Christ is? Who do the disciples say that Jesus Christ is? Who do we say that Jesus Christ is? Millions of pages over the last 2,000 and some odd years. Millions of published pages. And I think if you were to read them, you'd find out we probably get a lot of things wrong. We get a lot of things wrong. I think, though, it's because we're trying to answer the question like Peter, with certainty, with clarity, with fullness. And as I started to think about that, I realized perhaps the point is not to answer the question, who do you say that I am? It is to ask it. And it is to ask it again and again and again, day after day. Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that Jesus is? Because it is not an easy question. It's not a simple, quickly answered question. It is as intimate as knowing a spouse over 50 years of marriage, as infuriating as trying to learn calculus for the first time in 10th grade, as confusing as learning to drive in Australia or England, as beautiful as a West Texas sunset. Answering, who do you say that I am, is all of those things, and so much more because it takes a lifetime of asking. It cannot be answered today or tomorrow or the next day. It cannot be answered in a million pages. Christ is always revealing himself more fully to us. The only way we know is when we get to go hang out in heaven, right? 
that's when we bask in the glory and fullness of God. But my hope is that instead of seeking the answer with certainty, we seek the question. That we become more curious about the question than certain of the answer. That we allow Christ to reveal to us who he is instead of trying to put him in a box. Then the kingdom of heaven becomes alive in the people of God. Amen. This episode was produced by St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston, Texas. Special thanks to our band, led by Cameron Deason-Hammond, and featuring Jeremy Nuncio, Asher Pudlow, and Andrew Gordon. Join us every Sunday for Soulful Sundays at 5 p.m. at St. Mark's, 3816 Bel Air Boulevard in Houston, Texas, or visit us online at stmarks-houston.org.